What's going on? What's going on? How are you? My name is Ugo Opara, PA licensed real estate agent and investor with United Real Estate, reporting to you live from uh, the gray, cloudy streets of Yaden, which is a sub part of Delaware County. Uh, it shares the same zip code with Lansdowne, 19050. And um, it's a really great place. I'm a really big fan of Yaden. I'm pro Yaden, pro Lansdowne, just because I love the architecture out here and just the neighborhood as as an, as a as a as a community. Um, also, it's close proximity to Philadelphia, uh, and still being you know other counties, uh, the public transportation that that kind of is built in that you know from you can catch one call one trolley from Delaware County uh, or Yaden or Lansdowne and go all the way down to Center City. Uh, you know, you have access to 69th Street transportation to all over the world, really, wherever, wherever you want to go. But yeah, so, that, so so that's where I'm reporting to you. The date now is Monday, April 2nd, I believe. Monday, April 2nd. So uh, um, I'm on my way to... Anyways, before we talk about what I'm doing now, let me talk about my weekend. Weekend was actually um, very productive. Weekend was very productive, and I home inspection for that property that uh, the 560 that one. And believe it or not, it was actually my first time seeing the property. On both occasions when I scheduled the property, there were things that came up either on my end um, or the buyer schedule changed where I couldn't accommodate it. Uh, so we, so me me being at be be at the home inspection was actually the first time I saw the property and they did a good job picking the property. I am very proud of them. They listened to what I said, they took advice, and they picked a good property. Um and I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that. Now y'all know I love Philadelphia. Uh, you know, their taxes are right around eight thousand. I think that's too goddamn high. But then again, it's gonna cash flow. You know, still gonna cash flow because in that area um, you have a great school district. You have a lot of corporations out there that are, you know, pumping into keeping the, you know, keeping that area going. So there's a lot of development. Um, you know, regional rail is very convenient to this property. There's tons of parking, tons of land, and the apartments are actually decent sized uh, or decent sized. So it was a win-win. And I think because the property gets much higher rents, I think, um, you know, they're getting about maybe 1300 for a three bedroom. They're getting about a thousand, um, you know, 1050 for a, a, a two bedroom. And then I think eight, uh, 875 for a one bedroom. So, you know, you're, that those numbers are much nicer and I think it works out well for them because they have two two bedrooms and then the the, the three bedroom alone it's going to cover their overhead costs you got 13 plus the 16 call it 17 doing rough numbers um so you got roughly three thousand dollars coming in that three thousand you know their mortgage can't be more than two right so now you got maybe maybe 22 let's call it 22 you know even if we call it 25 there's still five grand of cash flow that should be coming in and that's not including the unit that they're occupying because they're um, so, you know, the, 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 that's there, you know what I mean? And they were normally around for, uh, for rent. So even if it, they didn't do anything, even if the, it's operational and functional break even, like, I don't like when people say, oh, we're just going to break even. Cause that's not, that's not enough. You need to break even, you need to cover utilities 
and then you need to also save for repairs and future expenses. So if a property, if it costs like if it costs forty-two thousand to to for your mortgage, you gotta have it. You gotta be able to pull in at least twenty-five hundred just to make the property worth it. Twenty-six hundred. You know what I mean? Something where the number, you know, your more your mortgage is covered, your carrying costs, your debt service is covered, and all, and then whatever is left over is also able to cover all your um, expenses at the property. So whatever expenses, whatever like utilities that the landlord covers, repairs, property management, um, saving for future repairs, like all of that stuff has to be covered along with the mortgage payment or debt service or whatever in order for me to say this is a good buy. So good buy because it meets that criteria and you know, just simply the fact that they don't have to rent anymore and you know in essence that could be looked at well look they're saving that 12 or that 12 or 1300 dollars a month that they were actually paying xyz apartment building when they were renting so now that they now that the, the, the now that they bought this multifamily and the tenants cover everything they're they should be able to save that 1200 every month and what i would do is i would live i would take that money and stash it maybe for like you know six months you know what I mean? And then the, the remainder of the year, I would kind of get rid of all credit card debt, anything like that, that I possibly can and make sure that I'm running very, very lean on what I have. And then from there, once I have the savings account, you know, in case there's a vacancy or whatever the case may be, I would try and beef it up to a year, beef that up to a year. And now all the money I have, I'm saving and buying a night one, right? Or uh, because they have so much land, maybe now I'm saving development loan and now I'm building other units on the property or maybe subdividing the property in some way, shape or form and doing something that's going to add value that way. So I'm very, very excited for the possibilities of what is to come. And um, I'm very excited in the potential that I see in my clients right now uh, as future, future, future uh, savage gangster boss. Uh, so that that that's a good feeling that happened over the weekend. Uh, we also saw a couple of properties with a buyer that's looking to do rent rehab. Uh, we saw three places and they weren't really. Yeah, nothing's perfect, right? Nothing's perfect. But these the, the three that we saw, this is um, they just didn't work out. You know, they just didn't work out for what she was trying to do, what she was trying to accomplish. So for this client. Uh, the goal is to go back out today and see if we can catch a few things and kind of take it from there. So, um, so yeah, all right, I'm going to, uh, jump in and grab some hot chocolate from Dunkin' Donuts. I got a long drive to now. I'll be back. Thanks for listening. All right. And I'm back and I'm back and I'm back. Uh, so the neighborhood we're in right now, uh, is only, uh, we got a house and a contract. It was an interesting battle, right? They were asking 103. And uh, we put the offer in at 100 with 6%, um, you know, which would net the seller about 94. So that would be a six, nine, almost $10,000 drop in price. Uh, and then it turns out that the seller um, w- w- isn't able to go below a certain number. And that's where communication between our agent is involved, right? A lot of times if it's a bank, um, you know, that maybe not might, that, that maybe conversation with the listing agent might not be as helpful simply because they probably have no control or any insight as to what the bank's lowest number would be. But if it's a seller, um, you know, a lot of times, uh, 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 and, of, and of course the seller has to be okay with the agent giving this information. If not, then the seller, the seller's agent is, is, is violating their fiduciary duties to their listing agent. But a lot of times an agent, um, 
you know, in communication, you can ask and they'll let you know because the seller will say, look, let them know that I can't go below, that I'm not going below this number, which has happened in my in my real life, too. So I'll pick up the phone and say, hey, just letting you know, seller won't go below this number. So whatever we got to do to get that number to work out, that's what we got to do. So that was kind of like how the situation uh, came about. Um, he reported back and says, look, man, the seller can't go above a certain number. If you're unless your buyer can come up to make this happen, then, you know, we, we, we can't move forward, which I really appreciate because instead of going back and forth and trying to figure it out or, you know what I mean? Everyone is, everyone is naked. And, and what I mean by that is everyone is upfront and honest with what can be done. Look, we can make the deal happen at a hundred net of a hundred, but anything outside of that, then, you know, the seller can't do the deal. So in order, and the seller really, the buyer wanted 6% assist, 6% assist, you know, if she's going through the NACA program, 6% assist would allow her to buy her interest rate down on 30 year fixed to 2.75. And then she herself would, would also want to buy the, buy that down. So she can, in essence, almost create a situation where her mortgage, I mean, or her interest rate is 1.75 on a 30 year fixed, which I think is phenomenal. But I don't think we're gonna be able to do that simply because this property needs renovations and we, we might have to roll in five or 10,000. And in order to keep it just underneath her PITI, she might buy it down just to maintain, right? So that 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 might not be an option for us. So, um, but anyways, we're, we got her in a contract, got her locked up, she's getting a home warranty uh, and the seller is paying for the broker to buy her broker fee. My fee uh, or the fee that, I, that the, my my company's broker fee is four ninety five, so that's what the seller is paying. That's a, something that now the buyer doesn't have to pay for because the seller is willing to pay for it. And we're in good shape to get her six percent, and we're on a contract. Um, and today we're doing a home inspection, so very excited uh, to really see what exactly uh, the home inspector is going to say the property needs and kind of taking it from there. So. Um, you know, that's, this is probably going to eat up, you know, right now it's 11, almost 12 o'clock. So I'll probably be here until two, three o'clock and then I'll take off. I'm going to do a property walkthrough in the neighborhood before I head back. Um, no, no, I'm going to do a property walkthrough, uh, uh, today. And then I have a six o'clock, a six o'clock, and then I have a six o'clock appointment and uh, I'm going to try, uh, to call it a day after that, you know, after that six o'clock appointment, you know, that might run until seven, eight o'clock. Uh, depending on how many, we put, how many we get confirmed for, I haven't checked. Once that's done, then, you know, we're just going to wrap it up and call it a day. So I'm about to hop back in the house. I'm sitting in a car now. I'm going to hop back in the house, finish up this uh, home inspection, and then we'll do the walkthrough. You're more than welcome to check that out on, I'm not too sure if I'm going to do it on Facebook or YouTube. I think I'm going to go live on Facebook and then we'll take it from there. All right. So as always, thank you for listening and uh, tune in uh, a little bit later on Facebook. All right, what's going on? Uh, Ugo Opera, PA licensed real estate agent and investor with United Real Estate. Uh, I'm about to pull away from the property. I uh, just wanted to give you a quick, just want to touch base again. You know, we just had the home inspection, just finished up with it, uh, and uh, everyone's pulled away. I just wanted to stop, and and, and I, I think for me moving forward, in order for me to get these these this podcast rolling the way I wanted to, I got to really stop and put the time in in my day. So. So I'm taking a break, a quick break right now, and I'm gonna we're gonna just talk about what happened in the home inspection. So anytime you're buying a house, right? I highly, highly, highly recommend you get a home inspection. Um, even if you're doing renovations, a lot of my buyers will say, "Oh, well, I'm I'm getting a renovation loan, or, or I'm working with NACA and they allow for renovations." 
that don't mean nothing. That means absolutely nothing to me because not knowing what's going on is is an idiotic move. It's a very idiotic move. A property, just because you have a renovation loan, um, maybe idiotic is an insultful thing, so I take that back. But, um, you know, you just always want to know what those repairs are ahead of time so you can plan accordingly. That might not be the deal for you. And more importantly, you know, you have no idea what the seller is willing to fix. I've had property where the seller is saying, yo, look, I'm selling this as is. And then when we present the repairs that need to be done, um, seller actually picks up some of the repairs and says, you know what? Look, I'll help you with this and that. You got to take care of the rest. You never know. You absolutely never know. Right. But anyway, so this property, you know, from the outside, it looked a little bit scary. Home inspector walked up and was like, oh, man, not another one of these. Uh, but then as he fin- was finishing the report, he said, you know what? I over exaggerated, which made me feel really good. He said I over exaggerated. Um, and he said that, you know, really only four major things came, well, five major things came up. One, the porch roof, he said, was soft when he was on it and he felt like he was going to fall through. So that's something that has to get touched. Uh, two, he said that the the, the, the top, the, the main roof, uh, it's about that time it needs a silver coating. He said the fire, uh, the firewalls and, and the top uh, need to be uh, need to be treated. Looks like they have uh, layers on top of that. So rip those layers out um, and just just treat it, bring it up to date. Looks like it hasn't been touched um for the garage door needs to be replaced and then five there were termites that were you know there's recommendation to treat the property for termites so those were the five five big issues that the home inspector uh and the termite uh termite guy found to be problematic so so yes so there's that and, um, you know, this this situation is always is, 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 is it was interesting because this client had his mom there with him. Client had his mom there with him. And the mom was just, you know, going over and saying, oh, man, well, how much is that going to cost? And da 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 And oh, man, you know, oh, man, there's a lot of repairs and da 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 da. And, you know, I don't know if this is the house for you. And did it just being a very uh, and some people might call that being negative. You know, what I mean, some people maybe call that being negative, but. I understand exactly where she's coming from because I've worked with parents before and parents always want what's best for their kid and and, and rightfully so. So they always, 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 you know, are going to nitpick on things because they always want what's best for their, their you know, their, their kid. Right. Um, but what I, what I, where I come in is I, I, is I come in with the, 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 I come in as the voice of reasoning and I always try to take, I always start the conversation by, you know, taking them back to when they bought their property, explaining the differences then, you know, how things were back then and then extrapolating that to what's going on now in Philadelphia and what's causing it to go up in Philadelphia, what's causing what's going on now in Philadelphia to be, to be going on. And then I segue into, you know, did we get the property at a deal or, you know, here's why your, your, your son thought that this was a good move. You know, they knew that there were issues that were going in sellers buying the property as is. We already knew that there were things that needed to get done. So, you know, as long as it doesn't go above this dollar amount, you know, your son's ready to, to take it on and just kind of explain it that way. Um, and then we always said, look, you know, if they're, you know, we all, I, I always joke like, you know, you're more than willing to donate through to the rehab fund. You know, if there are things that you really don't want your your child to live with, you can always donate money to get that fixed. That one seems to keep them a little bit quiet. You know what I mean? Um, that 
one keeps getting a little bit more quiet. You know, they kind of tone down the nitpicking once you try to tell them to open up their purse to to help out. Um, and, I, and I just joke with them. Right. I, 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 I genuinely get their concerns addressed. And sometimes, we, you know, we revisit the prop. Not even sometimes we always revisit the property. We get a contractor out you know, pay the contractor, whatever they charge to come out and write up an estimate, get those estimates and just kind of have a ballpark of what these numbers are. So people, you know, clients know what they're getting themselves into. Um, and then if you're doing a two or three K or something like that, then you're already going to, you have to get those quotes anyways. Uh, even if you're working with NACA, the same thing applies. Uh, so we always do that just to make sure that everything is wrapped up. But overall for this property, uh, yes, there are things that needed to get done. No questions about it. But then again, this house isn't new construction, nor is it newly renovated. So those things were absolutely completely expected, right? Absolutely completely expected. I, I, I need them. And I, I explained this to the client, like, look, it's going to be, there's going to be work that's going to need to be get done. However, we got a good deal on this. We got 6% assist. It's with the NACA program. So the mortgage is going to be 2.75 minimum at, at a 2.75 max. Like that's the highest the interest rate is going to be uh, on, on a 30 year fixed rate mortgage. And this person is going to have a, a three bedroom, uh, one bath with a basement and a garage for less than you know 750 a month i think less than 700 dollars a month it's it's phenomenal because right now in philly you probably can only get a one bedroom for what this person is going to be paying for the mortgage and this is something that the things that need to get addressed this is something where like if someone lives in this property year one they save up three thousand they can knock this out and this out and that out then year two they save up another three thousand now they can they can knock this out this out and that out and then year three what about you know by year three It'd be a brand new house. You really won't even know what's going on. And I think people don't put enough leverage on that, right? To keep trying to find the perfect house within someone's budget. And, and, I, and I, will, I will be very honest. This man's budget was low. You know what I mean? Trying to buy a house with all the works for less than $700 a month, even with the blessings of the NACA program, where they're not giving, you know, and you're, you're not paying PMI. Like, it's just tough. It's tough. I knew it, you know, this guy knew it. Um, and I think we did a really good job with what we got and the size of the property. Properties are really good size. So I was very happy with getting property. Um, and I think we're going to do well. I think it's going to appraise the block that they're on. There was another property literally up the street that sold less than six months ago for 140. Right. And we're, we're, we have this house for almost 40,000, maybe $35,000 less, $34,000 less, thirty-seven. For no thirty three thousand dollars less than what that property sold for, same square feet, similar layout. It's just not a hundred percent completed like the other one was. The other one was an actual renovation, and it wasn't a great renovation. It wasn't anything crazy, you know what I mean? Not. And this guy is going to be able to achieve it, have less than the seven hundred dollar a month payment, and if he wants to, he can dump the money into upgrading things that he seems are important, and then you know taking it from there. So I'm really excited to see what the place looks like. Uh, but you know there are some issues that we got to address right now seller is selling the property as is uh but i still want to go back and say look we got some issues that i know you're selling the property as is but we're gonna have to walk away unless the seller can help out in any type of way and if the seller's not able to help out any type of way then you know it falls back on the buyer we're gonna have the game plan where we already know we're already gonna plan to address all issues but we still want to go back to the seller side and see if there is any way that they would be willing to help to keep the deal alive right you always want to keep the deal alive and that's very important so um so that that's 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 where we're at with that you know uh, i'm taking off i got another property that i'm checking out in brewery town so we're gonna do the property walkthrough over there 
Um, and hopefully I can get another point. I have another six o'clock appointment. Hopefully there, I have enough time to do the walkthrough. And um, if not, then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pick it, pick, pick things up back tomorrow. All right. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the support and uh, tune in next time. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Ugo Opera. I'm back with an update. Um, so I just finished a actually I didn't just finish. So what's happened since I left the um, the home inspection, I went over to Brewery Town. There's a property that I really enjoyed. Uh, it's with a company called V2 Property and it's listed with uh, Noah Ofstra with um, uh, Philly Living. He's a really, really big, uh, big dude in Philadelphia. And um, you just kind of love what he stands for. He's doing a really, really, really big thing out here in Philadelphia. So I support him 100%. Went to go check out his property, uh, his listing. And, uh, you know, just kind of did a video walkthrough of it on Facebook. So if you're not following me on Facebook, please make sure you follow me on Facebook. Drop me a message, whatever the case may be. I try to respond to everybody. Uh, so feel free to hit me up on Facebook. Check out the property walkthrough. Uh, it's in this part of Philadelphia called Brewery Town. Brewery Town is one of those areas that it's going through massive gentrification. Brewery Town sits right, uh, right above Art Museum area, and uh, my, you know, part of the expansion is, is is due to that. And then it's near the park. Um, you know, it's a very right now it's very run down. There's a lot of dilapidated building, a lot of people not upkeeping their building, a lot of trash everywhere. But in the next maybe two to three years, it's going to be a completely different area and the price points are already uh climbing up to you know the price points of fishtown right so fishtown new construction is going about you know let's say 400 to 600 out here in brewery town um new construction is going from 300 to 500 so really only 100 grand difference right but i would definitely say that fishtown is a lot more built up uh than than um uh brewery town however i prefer brewery town hand over fist than Fishtown because one, it's closer to, you know, it's, for me, it's closer to West Philly, which is where I own property. And I, and two, it's a lot more scenic than Fishtown. I don't care what anyone says. Brewery Town, the fact that it's near to all these parks uh, has a little bit of that West Philly, West Philly swag. I, I love Brewery Town. Um, it's just, I'm a little biased, right? Um, but, but, uh, but I'm a big fan of Big fan of Brewery Town. So, anyways, they did a property walkthrough. If, if you are, if you are not following me on on Facebook, definitely go follow me on Facebook. Check out the video, like, comment, share, uh, whatever you feel it needs to do. Um, and then right after that, I was gonna drive to my next appointment. I had a six o'clock appointment, and then uh, I, I I pulled over a little bit because I wanted to check. Uh, all my things that had come in in my email because I know I hadn't checked it. I didn't check it while I was the purchase. I mean, while I was at the uh, walkthrough and I didn't check it while I did the, um, I didn't check it at the home inspection and I didn't check it at the walkthrough. So I figured, all right, let me see. There's a lot of things that were popping up that I felt like, man, I need to pull over and get it done. And one of the biggest lifesavers is for my phone, I have mobile hotspot and I can do mobile uh, tethering whatever the case may be. I could plug the USB into my laptop and get internet. And that was heaven sent. So now one of the one of the things I always do when I leave the crib, grab the book bag, the charger, the mouse pad, the mouse, everything, because you never know when you got to sit down and get like a million things accomplished. So I sat in the back, I parked my car, turned, you know, left, I didn't turned off the ignition, but still left it on so my phone could charge. And I just grinded it out for like a quick hour 
um, got emails sent, got an addendum sent, got two appointments scheduled, um, called a couple of uh, a listing agents in regards to appointments for today as well as for tomorrow. Um, active, uh, you know, really high use of that hour of my time. And um, I'm just really, really, really grateful and appreciative. Only thing that I plan, one of the purchases that I plan on making for um, you know, in the near future is probably getting a much smaller laptop. My laptop is 15 inches and that doesn't sound like much, but if that's something you have to constantly lug around, plus the charger, plus, you know, plus everything, uh, it, it gets, you, you get sick of that very quickly. So being able to carry a much lighter laptop, um, kind of, and kind of, cause my girlfriend's laptop, she has like a, a 2.5 inch or a 13 inch or something like that. And that thing is featherweight. Like I could probably frisbee that thing. I mean, it's just so light. You know what I mean? I don't know if yeah, it's just it's just very tiny. And, um, you know, if I can go smaller uh, and, and still get a decent battery life, then you know, that might be the way uh, the way to go. I think the big boy that I have now, uh, I really went that way because I play a lot of games on, on, on my computer. So I went for it for that reason. Uh, better graphics, but everything. Uh, but now I think that next round, you know, the next go around with, 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 the, uh, with, with the computer purchase, I'm definitely going to get something that's uh you know more powerful you know that can perform the way i need it without slowing down or lagging uh but then just has a lot more battery and not focus too much on how big of a screen i have or what the um uh or what the graphics card inside of it is so but yeah but i'm 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 um you know very 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 appreciative provider me i have metro pcs I think for $65, I have unlimited talk, text, and data, and mobile hotspot. And um, that's just something I haven't been able to find anywhere else. So, uh, yeah, they got me uh, until they dropped the ball or screw it up. They got me here for life. I am a Metro PC fan. But anyways, I am pulling up to my uh, my 6 o'clock appointment. Well, actually, my 6.30 because the 6 o'clock appointment um, had ended up canceling on me. So, now I... Six o'clock appointment canceled on me, so we have to jump ship and head over to the 6.30 appointment. So I'm pulling up now. I'm about to go inside and kind of take it from there. I'll give you guys an update uh, once I'm done with everything. Thanks for listening as always. Gentlemen, um, again, this is Ugo Para, and um, I just want to kind of, you know, wrap up. So today... Uh, my six o'clock appointment ran all the way up until right about, I'd say, maybe 8.30. And we saw a good bit of property. Um, and it was a, it was a, it was a good experience for, for my buyer and a lot, a lot of what we saw needed work. A lot of what we saw needed work and I was very happy that that she was getting the exposure, right? A lot of people come in and they want to do these really big projects, you know, because HGTV has them gassed up. Not to say that this is the case of my client, I'm just talking in general. Um, and then they actually go out and see what, what it takes and what the time frames are. And then they're like, oh, no, nah, we're not doing that. So that has always been, you know, just something of interest for me is just making sure that everyone's taken care of when they need to be taken care of. And I was just very happy that she was able to see 
what she needed to see in order to come to the conclusion she needed to come to the conclusion of. So I was very happy about that. You know, there was this really one property I will say that I really, really liked and I noticed she liked as well. And we really talked about the possibilities of it. Uh, it's in an area where there's still tons of gentrification going on. And um, this is a, this was by far the property I needed the absolute most work. I think when I thought about the numbers, I think the number that I would feel comfortable with was right around 100 $120,000, right? Just to get to this property where it needed. Now that's a lot of money. I completely, you know, that's a lot of money for me. Only time I'm spending that kind of money is if it's a multifamily, which is you know similar to what I did with the four unit, except a lot less in renovations, but I also paid a lot more for my property. So, but it's a single family. So it's tough. It's a tough thing to carry. It's a big, it's a big burden to take on. But I know that she's financially savvy, she's sharp, and she she's not going to falter in the eye of this challenge. So I'm not too worried about it uh, in, in entirely. So, but yeah, I, I I wish I can give you guys more juice, but I'm tired. And, um, you know, it's 10 o'clock. I'm about to pick my girlfriend up, about to head home and call it a night. I'm just pooped. And um, there's still offers I got to follow up in. So I'm probably not going to get to bed until like maybe one o'clock, two o'clock. And um, my next uh, my next appointment is 10 o'clock in the morning. All the way all it's out in Pottstown. So I'm going to check that out. We have I think maybe I'm showing I'm out that way. So I'm probably going to make it. I'm going to not probably I already made it a long day. So I'm going to be up that way for about I'm going to show at least 10 houses up that way. Uh, maybe I think it now I'm lying, maybe 12 houses. I got seven for one person and then five for another client. So I'm going to probably spend a whole day up there, then come back down and see what we can do. And then Wednesday, I have a photo shoot, getting my new headshots for 2018 and moving forward. So I'm excited to see how that turns out. And, you know, just kind of taking it from there. Um, one of the biggest, mo high, I got a settlement on the 5th and then we got a PHA inspection on the 9th. And, uh, you know, just kind of taking it from there and rolling. So as always, thank you so much for listening and uh, please tune in next time.